Okay. And we are back. Lipstick and lies. Lipstick and lies. Tap in. I said tap in. Don't do that. I don't like my lipstick and lies. Lipstick and lies. Lipstick and lies. Lipstick and lies. Three, two, one. Yes. We are live. Lipstick and lies. Lipstick and lies. Lipstick and lies. Lipstick and lies. We have a beautiful Chelsea sitting in with us today. So tonight, well, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to Lipstick and Lies in the ladies' room. I am Yola, and this is Chelsea Mariah. Hey, Chelsea Mariah. So tonight we are talking about self-reflections. And <laughs> so the image that's on the Facebook page is of a man looking in the mirror. Um, and I chose that because I remember when Jada was talking about an entanglement and how she was entangled and she had to have a seat at the table to have a conversation with herself about herself. So, and that, because everybody had an opinion about Jada and what she needed to be doing or haven't done, um, what she should have did, and and the entanglement and their their um, thoughts on she was messing around on wheel, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, because I try not to speak on people's relationships, but you know sometimes it's easier said than done. But anyways, you know, whatever. So. Um, so in that process, she brought herself to the table to have an honest conversation with herself in front of her mate to discuss what had happened. So this is what we're doing now. We're talking about self-reflections. Sometimes you got to take your own self to the table. So Chelsea, tell us. Have you ever had to take yourself to the table to have a honest conversation with yourself? Yes. Well, how hard is that? It's hard. <laughs> Why is it hard? But she say I, I'm most of the time always in denial. I don't have no problems admitting that. <laughs> Being in denial about what? Because like you don't want to admit the truth about something. Yeah, sometimes it's just really hard. It's harder to admit the truth and to sit there and reflect and have that mirror like looking so, back at you and like you're a bad person, Yolanda. The way you did that. You made that decision and you were just mm, you knew not to make that decision. Because we all are the sum total of the choices that we make. But um I don't think I have a problem with saying looking in the mirror. I don't think I, I don't have a problem. I just, it's hard. It is extremely it, hard to do. It mm -hmm. is not an easy task. I can remember being in jail and I was in jail with this girl and um, she was pregnant and she was like, don't, like, I don't want to look in the mirror. I'm like, why? Like, she didn't want to see herself in yeah, the moment? She couldn't see her, no, she couldn't see herself. Like, she didn't want, like, looking at herself. Oh. And I'm like, why? I've been there before. Like, who does that? I've been there before. Well, what was going on in your mind that you didn't want to look at yourself in the mirror? It was just not liking who I was at that time. It's like an internal thing? Yeah. Like, it's a self-esteem thing. And um, mine happened uh, 
being postpartum. I was post, I had postpartum depression, I think for like two or two or three years <laughs> after I had my um, wonderful child. Uh, so I think with my postpartum depression, it was just, you know, where I was in life, what I was doing, how I was doing it just was not, you know, what I imagined for myself. So it was just like, I don't even know who this person, who is this person? So you wouldn't look in the mirror. I didn't like looking in the mirror because I didn't recognize myself when I looked in the mirror. Well, I don't like that. I don't like knowing that. Yeah, I mean, postpartum happens to a majority of the women. And if you don't know how to recognize it and if you don't know how to, I guess, say it. And, you know, I can. she was pregnant in prison. She was in jail. Yeah. Yeah, so I've jail. never been to prison. Like, okay, jail. Sorry. Yeah, Let me change my words. <laughs> it is a clear difference. It's a clear difference. It's a difference. Okay, but yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, so she's probably reflecting on life and, you know, how she's a mother and she, you know, or I don't know if she was a she first time mother, but I don't, you know. I don't remember. But I know she was in jail for like $200. And I'm and like, you got a bum. She didn't have the money. To pay I'm like, it. you got a bum, but it wasn't even really about the money. It was about the people around her. Like, what kind of people are around you that's that gonna leave you in jail for two hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was in jail for like stealing Pampers or whatever, for stealing from Walmart. No, it wasn't Pampers. It was like batteries. They were stealing car batteries. So I mean, and I'm not judging her because you know, get it how you live, live how you how. You, you have to make your sacrifices for your own life. I mean, and that's just with something that she did, I guess. But she couldn't look in the mirror. And I was always like, why? Like, what's wrong? Because she didn't like who she saw when she looked in the mirror. Yeah, but you should love yourself. You should. But sometimes that's hard, especially when, like I said, when, you're, when your mindset in that moment is, I think, like, for the first couple years of, you know, you know have, being a first-time mother, I was definitely in a state of like, okay, it's not about me. I can't just go off and just do my stuff. But the people that I was around How old all were the you? time. How old were you? I was 21. That's not a bad age. It's not a bad age. But I was so used to having freedom and just, you know, and then all of a sudden oh. I'm watching all of my really close friends, my very, very close friends now have that freedom that I don't have and now I have to now I'm a you have to find a babysitter. Now I'm a single you mom. To, like you know and then I breastfed for 18 months. 18 months. And as wonderful as it was, you know, any breast time any breast time uh, uh breastfeeding mommies know that you know your kid pretty much your kid relies on you pretty much 24 7. Yeah, you can't drink or smoke or nothing. I mean, you can pump and dump. Yeah, well. And sometimes, you know, it don't hurt nobody. It doesn't. It don't hurt the baby. But, but self-reflection and, and when you got to the point of where you can look back in the mirror, how was that? It was, um, it was wonderful. You said, how was that? Yeah, was how was it? It was like, like, do you remember the moment that you said, you know what, Chelsea, you got this? Um, No, I don't. I didn't give myself time. I had some other things going on. So I actually didn't give myself time to heal 
um, prior to me coming from postpartum depression, I jumped right into like another relationship and brought a lot of toxic energy into that. <laughs> that I probably shouldn't have brought. You know, I mean, we're, we're, right, listen, looking, we're just being honest. Right, if you're looking at yourself in the mirror, like right. you have to exactly. be honest. Exactly. I came from exactly. a very broken place. Exactly. I met a very broken man and we started a, a half-baked relationship. Okay, I don't know the terminology. <laughs> Have baked. I don't know what that means. It's like, a, it's like a not even fully can't can't bake whole cake with you know maybe not. I don't know. It was, it just didn't work. It just it, I mean, uh, but we were both damaged and we hadn't. So we when, did not when you heal. don't heal, when we you don't heal, heal, when you don't heal, you bleed on everything. Yeah. We, you just witnessed a, a bleeding episode. Listen, so I'm the, having one the, right now. The thing, the <laughs> all thing, over. <laughs> no, really, really, honestly and truly, like I know, like, um, not even from a physical standpoint of looking in the mirror or aesthetic standpoint, but like a burden of the things that you've been through. Like, I mean, is that what it feels like? Yeah. Um, and then the choices that you made and then watching people continue mm -hmm. and then you have to stop you there. Like there's no movement for you. You are complacent. This is where you are. Well, maybe you're not complacent, but you're just so it's a part like depression. A, depression is something that you don't like to admit when you look in the mirror. Yeah, of course. Like half the time people who are depressed don't even know that they're yeah. depressed. If I'm depressed. I know I'm depressed. Like, listen, I'm vibrating low. Well, some people my vibrations can't admit those are low. <laughs> some people can't admit those things, especially my, in like, I, the I, black I, community. Why? Because I mean, it's because just that's, like that's you. No, I celebrate. I mean, yeah. a lot of people don't realize like they may be, and there's different levels of depression. If I mean, there you is, could, you know, bipolar depression. It is different. You know, there's the. I is it manic that. depression? Like, yep. there's like all type of things. Like, and people don't know. I think a lot of people are misdiagnosed. You know, they're... they are not because they don't go to the doctor. Because exactly. black people like to leave their kids in the, or the person in the back room and think you know it'll be okay tomorrow. But I mean, I'm the first person to say in the mirror when I look at myself, "You're you're vibrating low. What's wrong with you? Why did you do that?" Because you, have, I have to communicate with myself in order to figure out what it is that I'm trying to do. So, I mean, as far as a self-reflection help kit, like, what would you suggest somebody do in that situation? With depression? No. Yeah, well, just in order to get, like, what do you think? It's a choice. What did you do? I, I believe it's a choice. Um... It, you have to make the decision to just automatically come out. Like you just have to, it's a, it's a decision. And it's a decision that you have to put a lot of energy and a lot of effort. And um, there's a lot of talking to yourself. There's a lot of, you know what? There's been times, okay, there was this one time I was in the bed and I had so much going on. I'm not even going to lie. It was like the craziest thing. And I just like, my brain wouldn't stop. I was really tired. I was exhausted. I don't think I had slept for like a few days it felt like or at least it wasn't good sleep it was like you know how your brain just won't stop everything's just going over and over and you're just like okay you know and then you got so much to do with work and you know your kid you gotta take her to school take her here and then you're still not dealing internally and like finally I'm like laying there and I'm just like 
exhausted and I have all these things on my mind that aren't coming off and I'm just I finally like literally out loud just saying shut the up and that's like, what you have to do I, I really was, I was I like screamed really? out loud and was just like shut the up and that's and what I, you have to do yeah no I said that and um and then I literally uh I went to sleep sound I sound, do that sound and you felt better I felt better and the next day was better the next day was better you have to but I mean, if we're talking about taking ourselves to the to the mirror, to the mirror, to um, tell us the truth about ourselves, it's literally having those conversations with yourself. Um, I remember being nervous about stuff like that because I had this one teacher uh, and she used to say, um, you know, you're crazy when you answer yourself. You're not crazy you're not if you talk to yourself. You're crazy. If you, answer. you know, like if you have yeah. like a real conversation. But you have to talk. have an answer when you're asking a question. Well, I used to be like, OK, I don't want to. That's crazy. not crazy. Well, I didn't want to, you know, to me, I felt like that was crazy. You didn't want to appear to be crazy. I didn't want to appear to be crazy, not even to myself and, you know, behind closed doors. So, I, um, I would just, yeah, I told myself to just, just stop. Just you shut just up. shut up. Just shut, shut the up. F up. And the days where I'm feeling real, just kind of lonely and just, you know, I just put on makeup. And, and makeup is your happy face. I just I get dressed and I may not go nowhere, but you know, big but makeup and... is your happy happy place. Yeah, okay. On a, it's like warrior paint for me. <laughs> Let's do this, guys. Exactly. Like Let's do this. Even if it's just some concealer to brighten up underneath my eyes, oh. it's just warrior. I'm sad to hear about that. I'd be sad to hear about that. Yeah, because it I happens don't like to it. pretty much every. I mean, majority. I know of the I'm, women whoever had a baby has had postpartum postpartum depression and then if you shout don't, out to you ladies if you don't take care babies. of it i think some doctors even do the the test i took a test um they gave me a like a hundred question test before i had uh riley and they uh, made me answer all these questions about postpartum depression and then you said and they said yep i she got it um, they said I I could possibly have it. So they didn't want it to is a possibility that I could have postpartum depression once I deliver my child. Up front? Before that you is, even have the kid? It is a possibility that once I have my child, I will have postpartum depression. I think I had, I don't know how they scored it with numbers, but then they said, but we're not going to do anything right now. You know, we'll just wait to see. Why? How? What kind of test is it? It was a written test. I had to. They, you know, they give it to every pregnant person. Um, I was with Kaiser at the time. So the insurance company make you do it. The insurance company made the doctors do it. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it, I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, I don't think all doctors. I don't think all. I don't think that's something that um everybody does. I, I just be all over the place. I, it just don't work right. I just can't get it to work right. Can you just scoot over? No, you're fine. Yeah, scoot no. over. So, um, okay, if you're just now tuning in, which I, I don't know how to do these things. Um, we are 
live in the ladies room. We're talking about self-reflection and I'm sitting here with the wonderful Chelsea Mariah and we're talking right now about taking yourself to the mirror. But what about those times when you have to take yourself to the mirror and you know, it's something positive that you want to say to yourself or are you overinflate? like what the situation is like you, but you should always talk highly of yourself though right you should definitely do that i didn't practice that when i was younger i instill that into my daughter yeah you the bone. so that she can like you know like she knows how to be her her number one cheerleader but i didn't do that with myself when i was younger so who told you that it, you should do it with your child like where, where did you break that learn to break that cycle um just knowing that I didn't do it with myself. I just told myself, like, you want to raise this is, her different. yeah, I wanted, well, I don't know if it's like raising her different. Cause I don't think, I won't say that my mom did not instill like positivity and like, you know, the, the goodness into she did, but just, you know, I think it was more of a humble, like be humble about it kind of thing whereas like don't shine your light yeah because you know i found myself a long time ago like i used to tell people don't shine your light because it might be too bright for someone else and if it's too bright for someone else then they may have a problem with you because you're shining your light so bright so when i figured out that you should never dim someone's light i had to go to those people and it's like hey shine on shine bright like don't let anybody keep you from being the best version of yourself and that was one of the insecurities that i had that i had to look at myself and say hey this is the insecurity that you have is that you don't want people to um I guess look at you, right? Like, so if you stay low, then they won't see you, but they're looking at you anyway, either way, right? So I was shrinking myself to make other people feel okay because when you grow up and your skin complexion is not like everybody else and they make a big deal about it, but you don't, you think you better than everybody. Right. How the hell do I think I'm better than you? How How is that even possible? How is that even possible right now? Like, Well, for me, I would have to say that I, um, I did not have, uh, I guess the same experience. Um, I think I was more envious of people who, um, were able to, I know that it sounds weird, but I guess people who were able to love themselves a little bit more than um, I was able to love myself. I always was like, how do you have so much confidence? Like, I'm that person where, you know, if you have like a little bit of like extra cellulite or like extra, you know, you know, you want to cover all the way up at the beach and then or, you know, semi cover up. And, and, you know, I would watch people who I'm like, I know that we're probably the same size. And this girl got on a, a two piece and she is uh, looking absolutely, you know, uh, confident at the beach. And I want some of her confidence. Like, how does she have so much confidence? And then I know people are like, you know, don't shun, don't shun the people who have that kind of confidence. But I, I, I wouldn't say I shunned it. I was just envious of it because. I did not have it myself. So yes. Um, yeah. 
and Yolanda left me. And <laughs> let's see. I don't know how to work her camera, y'all. So um, I guess I'll just keep going because she left me. But yes, um, I'll say this for anybody out there who is struggling um, with being able to talk to yourself and give yourself, um, there are some decisions. I know it's just easier to be kind of in denial about. Um, and I think it's more rewarding when you take those situations and you say like, look, like this is just not working. Like uh, whether it's relationship, whether it's a, you know, you being honest about being a mom. Um, I'll tell a story, I guess, while, while she's gone. <laughs> um, there was a time, you know, looking at the mirror, I had to come to the mirror and I had to say to myself as a young mother who just really was not ready to be a, a mommy, um, a young, I wasn't ready to be a mom. Uh, I had to, I, I, <laughs> I had to come to myself and I had to say, you know, uh, I need a break. And this wasn't like a take my daughter for a two minute kind of break. This was a, I need a break. I need help. I can't do this right now. I can't breathe. Um, you know, my daughter had did something. I don't even remember what it was, but, uh, Riley had did something. And, uh, I think she, um, I don't remember what she did, but I knew I over exaggerated into her punishment and it just didn't take all that. So I decided, you know, Ma, come help me. So my mom came from Florida at the time and she came and picked Riley up and she took her um, pretty much until I kind of got back on my feet and was able to breathe again because it was just, I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was suffocating. And um, so, yes, I was just telling these nice people um, about one of the times where I had to look into the mirror. So... Yes. And, then, and you didn't like what you saw? No, I didn't like what I saw, but I was not afraid to just say, you know, I can't do this. I need help. But at least you, you knew the truth, though. Yeah, well, that's why I was, you know, that that was, you know, I guess the point I was trying to make, like, those hard moments where you are normally in denial about, like, oh, you know, you're, you're too strong. You, you know, you have to... I can do this. Like I'm a, I'm a proud black woman. It doesn't matter how young I am, you know, like I could not any longer function. I was suffocating. I was drowning. I needed, she's drinking a Mountain Dew. I'm just going to point that out. And I'm going to say it out loud. That's Mountain Dew. And she's drinking it. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> no, because you know you're not I supposed to be this, drinking that. I need this. We're going to put the mirror in your face. I, you're not supposed to be drinking that Mountain Dew. <laughs> Would y'all rather I smoke? <laughs> Let me know. Depends on what it is. Um, tobacco. Oh no. Drink the Mountain Dew. Go for the Mountain Dew. I right, go for um, it. Um But no, yeah. Look take the mirror. So look at, let's look let's just talk about some truth. Okay, truth. Right. So last year when they were talking about this lymphoma 
Um, but then he was like, well, you probably need to get your breast implants taken out. Let's first talk about why I felt the need that I needed breast implants. Why did you feel like you needed breast implants? <sighs> let's talk about it. Cause I, I know why I feel like I need them. But why do you feel like you need them? Let's talk about it. Why did you feel like you let's, need them? Let's, and do you still feel like get, you need them? Girl, let's get into this truth right quick. Do you do you still feel like you let's need them? Let's get into this. We gonna, we gonna. Can I put my sweater on? Yeah, put your sweater on. You fine? You look good, girl. Okay. So. Okay, let me ask. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm here. I'm, right. at, I'm at the table. I'm at the You're red at the table. table. I'm at the table. I'm telling the truth about life. Okay. Okay. Why did you first get, why did you first feel the need to get breast implants? Okay, so I breastfed my son for... Eight months, six, eight months. And I felt like I needed implants because when you breastfeed, you they lose be so, the volume they be and so, the top. They, they be so and, luscious and right. so large. And no, while you breastfeed. Yeah. After you breastfeed. They just go down. The volume. Because just, your milk ducts are gone, right? It just, it sinks. It, it, yeah. Right. Okay. So... Okay, so I go to get a consultation, right? No, nobody knows this. Mm -hmm. My mom, nobody knows this. And I set up the appointment. It's like, I don't know how much money it was anyway. So I had like, <laughs> I went the morning of the surgery to get the surgery. I'm thinking I'm going to just go get the breast implants and then I'm going to go home, right? I'm 19. I'm 19 fucking years old. I don't know, right? I don't know, right? I don't know. But your doctor didn't like walk you through the steps. No, say, I didn't even ask questions. Man, doctors just like, want money. They just want money. So I not. agree with that. But they didn't say like you're gonna need someone to come and pick you no, up. No, they you're didn't. Not gonna be able so to I had to call. I had to call my mom to come get me though, and she was like really shocked, like I did it, and she was like, "What the hell did you do?" So here I am with these breast implants, right? And it. So, I really, like, I really think, I know I had low self-esteem as a kid. You know how I know I had low self-esteem? Because of the choices that I made. Okay, wait. The, the breast dog, implants make you have, if you want breast implants, does that make you have low self-esteem? Because I don't feel like I have low self-esteem. No. I just miss the way my boobs felt. I, I, I miss, I miss that, but... I was still trying to to fix myself yeah. outwardly. Okay. So when I say I never went to the mirror I, I, and didn't like myself, that's not true. Um, because like I was insecure about who I was right. as a person, and um, the, that insecurity did make me make a lot of bad decisions in my life. And so um, I got the implants, right? So the- So the, when the doctor said- So when the doctor said, okay, so you got cancer. Oh, you you got to get your breast implants removed. I'm thinking- You was hurt? Out Were your feelings hurt? My feelings was hurt because I did that to myself, right? Like- What do you mean? You didn't because look, so after I had, had um, the explant, like my numbers got better mm. so they were like 
Well, the implants, you could have like a breast implant illness. It could have made you sick. It could have made... Aren't you supposed um, to change them every so often? Okay, every so who? Couple of years? Listen, I don't know nothing oh, about no implants. I don't that. know anything about an implant. I don't yeah, know. I don't okay, know. Wow. I don't know. Okay. I was 19. Right. I was 19. Okay, if you have breast implants, you don't know you're supposed to like <laughs> change them out every so couple of years. <laughs> and is that more money? Um, you have to dish yeah, out more money yeah. just to do that. But no, so when you get implants, like you can get your implants um, free. So all you have to do is pay for the doctor and the anesthesia once you've already paid So like even when I had it, they were like, well, do you want us to um, schedule your appointment can to I, get them back? Can I ask a personal question? Yeah. What kind of breast implants were they? They were saline. I was 19. They couldn't put silicone in me. Now, silicone was on the shell of the implant, and that's probably what made me sick. Okay. So they they, they trying to tie the two together. Okay. Right? So but you should have um, had one or the other? Or? No. Well, silicone is just not good for you anyway. Right. So, um, yeah, because you know, like they get the butt implants and then it's traveling and, in their body. So silicone is and not if good. It gets to like a puncture. Body. It can like slowly it's slow in your body, sink yeah. in your body. That's why they can't move. Yeah. So like, um, I mean that I, mean, I couldn't raise my arm, right? So my arm couldn't even do this. So that's what was coming out. But it wasn't coming out. It wasn't leaking. Okay. But when they did the biopsy, it did puncture it. Oh wow. Yeah. So okay. Um. So when they. When they said that you caused, because I didn't have a gene, like mine was environmental, which means I caused it. Like that, that made you feel bad. That made me feel bad as fuck. Like I was, I was like, oh, I could have died trying to be cute, and it hurt my heart because here I am trying to be like this positive person. And tell everybody to love themselves. And I didn't even love myself. And I'm trying to tell someone to love themselves. And I could have died. And like, you could have died? Like, for real? You could have died? And that just made me think so bad. Like, oh, wow. Like, I did this to myself. So. Yeah, like, oh, wow. That's like a, hmm. Okay. Lots of thoughts. Yeah, because if you're doing something and it leads to your demise, like, like so even like you, drinking, drinking and driving, you know, you can. It's a possibility that you can hit another car, but you do it, right? You do it because you ain't. Hit, but when you when you have a scare, unless you have a disease, like uh, alcoholism disease, then you you know you stop because you're like oh damn like you know you wake up like i'm only gonna drink at home now i'm not gonna drink and drive again you right. don't know until you had the situations Happen so now if you her. ask me do i want to get lipo no do i want to get implants no do i want this no i don't want anything but in my body that god didn't put in there except these you, teeth though because you know i pay for them cash money ain't no silk <laughs> But we <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. We're being honest. I know, right? Mirror, it's know? a mirror. There's a mirror, right? But internally, I had to look at look at myself and like you are a messed up individual, 
while I mm-hmm. while I was in the book writing process for my book, and I was just recalling the lessons that I've learned. And I'm I'm and people think it's a tell-all. It's really not a tell-all. It's just how I learned lessons from each individual person that I've dealt with in my life. Well, not each and every last one of them, but a lot of them. And it's it's sad to me that um some of the stuff that I've done, you know, like I'm not proud. Yeah. Uh and the yeah. mirror reminds me of yeah. and you know, I would like to think that I've been on the straight and narrow all my life because I talk like it. It sounds like it's been 50 years. I sound like I was born this way, but in actuality, I, I, I wasn't. Like, I was a mean little kid. I, I get that, you know? Um, I've done a lot of shit. Like, I've done a lot of things. I've hurt a lot of people. Yeah. And I have to look in the mirror and I have to say to myself, you've hurt people. You owe a lot of people an apology. Some people may not want your apology. Some people may want your Do apology. Do you give them the apology? Because I've been reflecting a lot about my childhood mm-hmm. and some of the things. And I feel like I was a bully. You think you was a bully? Probably so. I feel like I was all, a bully. Was I feel like she was born on the first. That doesn't give me a right to be a bully. Hey, we, but it, it, it does. I feel like I, well, I feel like I was a bully, and um, I don't like the fact that I feel like that. I don't like some of the decisions yeah. that I make. But do you, the people that you feel like you should apologize to, should you apologize? To? Do you apologize? I apologize. So, so if I ever hurt you, yeah, that's a caveat. Uh-huh. That's real. I'm serious. Like if I ever, because I preach to my daughter all the time, be nice. Like just you know, be nice. And it's it's kind of hard to be nice. And I'm glad Facebook wasn't around when I was younger. Oh and God. me and Kiki was talking about that the other day. We had like MySpace and stuff, but but you did. We did. So we well, I wasn't a social media stuff. bully. I was more so. No, a I would have been a social media bully, but like... but I'm pretty sure that when you going back and forth with some, I'm pretty sure like I would have been like, oh, okay, you know, I'm pretty sure that I'm, pretty I, sure. I'm, I'm almost almost certain. Yeah, because this one girl had told me that I made her high school life hell, and I was just like, how? Because I'm like the nicest person you know. And I don't think I've ever been told that to my face, I, but I feel like there are a few people who But I didn't do nothing. That I don't feel like I did anything. I feel like I did something to yeah. some people who I feel like, oh, man. Yeah. That eats you up on the inside. But people bullet. bully me. They call me white girl. They they uh, all kinds of things. I can't think of all of it right now. I don't think that I got bullied. Yeah, that was bullying to me. That's bullying. I don't I think got that DDT I got bullied. by a guy in the <clears throat> third grade. I think in my situation there was more of that mean girl situation. That yeah, you long got with a lot of girls setting girls up and you know well, setting uh, them up. Yeah, like just for like, like you know, like that. Yeah. yeah, like just petty stuff. Like go talk to her. She in the bathroom or she in the you know she in a she in the locker room waiting for you. Like you know you think someone is your friend and then they're not and they stab you in the back or um, you know just. Just a whole hot mess kind of ordeal. I wish that, and I think, you know, that came, uh, SCAD, I will tell you, I was looking in the mirror. I will say that um, 
They see you. You can't, <laughs> you can't hide. You got all these mirrors behind Girl, you. Girl, Let's talk about scared. What happened there, scared? So then the College of Art and Design, um, where I met a lot of my uh, lifelong uh, really great friends and, and stuff. But I will say that it got me into a point where uh, it, it made me look into the mirror and say that I spent way too much time focusing on the petty stuff and not preparing for right. the big leagues. Yeah. And I was not prepared at all for SCAD. I wasn't prepared for, um, I was very intimidated going to that school, extremely intimidated. Um, I think I found myself, Mm -hmm. um, but I found myself in a way where I was looking at people and I was like having real conversations with them. And some of the conversations would go just like this. Yeah, you wouldn't have liked me in high school anyway. Why would you? Why would you? They wouldn't have liked me in high school. I tell them all the time. I have no problems telling my my really good friends now because the people that they were in high school, I wasn't friends with. Oh, you really were a mean girl. I tried to be friends. I mean, I was, we would have probably been cordial. We would have probably known each other. I just don't think that, um, you know, I feel like. I feel like I was trying to be something or I was trying to be of some importance mm-hmm. that just did not, um, it didn't matter. I understand. And I didn't realize that it didn't matter until I got to a place where it was just like, you know, I mean, for lack of better words, the nerdiest person in your school is now the star exactly. at this place. And it's just like, exactly. there's nothing that I can do to top anything that this person (laughs) like i am the bottom of the food chain going into this well not in college because at this point i'm the bottom of the food chain probably the guy who got picked on or the girl who got picked on in high school at this point is now at this school that i'm going to they are in their peak in their prime and it's like that it was like really taking a mirror and saying like, oh, you thought your shiznits didn't stink, but it did. It did. It does. But and then when you have that mirror talk with yourself, like, hey, you know what? I'm not a nice person. I would. That's that's when I decided I probably was not a nice, person. Was not so a nice now, person. But what can now? What can I do to be a better person? Right, because some people like, oh, well, you can't change, and you really can you if can you want to change. You can change. Changing requires you making a choice. First, it requires you acknowledging the fact that this is who I am, this is what I have done, and then making a change to do something better. And then, re- re- then anything that doesn't look like what you want to do, removing it from your life. I'm not saying you got to go out and start just giving everybody all your money or doing all types of community service. But if you start with the circle around you, because that's what I did. First step is admitting that you have a problem. Correct. Correct. But you know what really did it for me, Chelsea? I think when God put me in jail for them three, for them three weeks, I really started changing my life then. That was the catalyst for me to change my life right there. Because I had been praying for a change. I had even got these tattoos on me before I went to jail. Seven, 
the um, number of new beginning, eight, you know, the number of completion. You know what's really and that's interesting? that's what I had got. But you want to know what's interesting? As a kid, mm -hmm. when I saw these tattoos, I guess maybe I had saw you afterwards. I thought you got those in there. No, nah, girl, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, when I was a kid. You know, she done went to jail and got a tattoo. I thought no. she went to jail. And no, because I had been praying for a change. Like I was just like, God, I need a three week vacation. I wasn't specific, but now I'm more specific when I pray for shit with God. Cause God don't play. He's like, girl, please. But we don't want another vacation. Like Listen. That ever. So now when I say I want a vacation, I was like, I want a vacation on the beach. <laughs> on a beach with blue water i'm very clear with my prayers now because god don't play so he sent me in jail for them three weeks man without a bun and i'm just telling you it's just like i'm like if when i get up out of here i'm not fooling with nobody that i don't want to so of course you know the change has it it, it doesn't happen overnight so even up two years ago, I still was removing people from my life. So um, that shouldn't have been there that long, holding up space. But now I'm just opening up myself to receive, you know, um, divine guidance. I mean, that's, you know, one of my prayers for is for divine guidance. Um, so and restoration, which, you know, I thought I couldn't be restored. And, and then look, look at me now, like I was restored. Doing it. Ever, You're right? doing it. And, but I do believe that we go through things so that we could be, so that we could be a help of other people because, um, I don't, I don't tell people things because I want you to feel sorry for me or to like me. I'm telling you because I'm being transparent because I'm going to get my blessing by being honest about my experiences so that you can make a different decision when you go through your life. I also feel, <coughs> excuse me, that I am an open book, mm -hmm. um, but I'm probably only an open book when asked. Yeah. Why? Uh, you shy? I don't. Mm, You're shy. I think that I'm just. I'm a little bit more reserved, but then I have, you know, certain friends that would say, no, no, you're not. You're shy. I think that, I think that around certain people or around like our family is very large <laughs> and everybody has a very big personality. I think that when I am. Who? Who you related to girl? <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> I think that everybody in my family has a very large personality um, and because of that I think that when I'm more surrounded by family I've noticed that it doesn't matter what side of the family that I'm on even my dad's side of the family I think that I'm more reserved when I'm around family I think that my very close friends will probably say like you are like a firecracker but when you're around your family, you're not. I think when I'm around my family, I, I can be a firecracker, but I'll be too busy being entertained by y'all being a firecracker. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out who the firecracker is because I don't know. Because I, I shrink myself too. I mean, our family is pretty large. So it is like, uh, um, you know, we don't want to do too much around everybody so we just be ourselves i guess 
at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Who calling you? Who calling you at 11 o'clock? What time is it? Please stop. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, that's better than that. So, yeah. So, Chelsea comes from a big family and she shrinks herself when she's around her family. I come from the same family where I probably do not shrink myself. No. You you know, I think also, like, if I look at the dynamic, especially of our side of the family, I'm the I'm a middle. I'm in the middle. I'm oh, in the so middle. I'm old school. Well. Oh. No, I didn't say that. Did you, I say I, that? I'll tell y'all what. You turn 40 around this well, place, you know day, you might as well plan your funeral. Because, honey, they First are. First of all, <laughs> I'm just going to jump in. And I'm just going to say, I did not say that. Ooh. I said that I'm in the middle. I did not put nobody age out there. I think I'm that, happy to be 42. I'm happy that you're 42. I'm happy that I'm 30. Um, I'm not saying. I'm 30. Anyway. Um, uh, but uh, no, what I was saying was, you know, I think that you have like Kaylin and Aubrey age group, then you have like Cassie and Destiny and Cassie. I was I'm in the middle. Okay. I'm in the middle. So you know, like when they were turning 18 to 21, I was like 16. When Caitlin, you know, Caitlin was, was like, when they turned eighteen, you turned eighteen. No, I didn't. When Corn and Missy turned eighteen, I was eighteen. Oh, when okay. When Corn and Missy turned twenty-one, I was twenty-one. So you was technically, I'm technically forty-four right now. You, okay. You I, I see what you're doing. Okay. Maybe that's why I yeah. say I'm thirty. Exactly. Because they're thirty. Yeah. And so I'm thirty because exactly. they're thirty. Exactly. And I'm not really so, thirty. So when you come from a big family and you have to look at okay. like you, you, I just got my myself reflection. You did, you did. So you all of them, still. Yeah. Yeah. you're still all of them. And let my mama tell tell it, I'm all of y'all. Yeah, all of y'all. We're we're born on the same day. All of y'all, not the same day. Not the same day. The, just the, the first day of the month. Of the month. Yeah. Yeah. So we're the same. But you know. So with that being said. You feel intimidated sometimes by being from a big family. I didn't say. Did I say intimidated? I'm asking. I didn't say I'm asking. I'm asking. There can be very intimidated and situ intimidating situations, but I think that I'm just a little bit more reserved around you all because I'm just always watching. So, y'all. So when you go in the mirror, y'all be acting up. Who is? You? I I just. So when y'all get together, y'all be acting up. I want to name no names, but y'all. It, it it's entertaining. I think it's entertaining. You know, I um my mother says I'm made up of all of y'all. I'm made up of her because I learned how to wear jeans and heels to get my car washed from your mom. Yeah, I I learned how to you know cook and clean them and, and walk that's around. On my teeth to smile, but even with all day long all in high heels, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I even, have hurt in me too. Even with all this training, I still managed to have low self esteem somewhere around me, right? I mean, as I in some form that. of fashion, everyone has a right. Well, I mean, you have to be honest with yourself to say that. But everybody I'm, I'm has to... some type of low self-esteem. I don't like to say everybody. Everybody. 
an insecurity. Uh, in, okay, maybe insecurity. not a low okay, not a low substance. Maybe insecurity. You're right. You're right. Right. Because right. we all have things that we have to work through about ourselves right. in order to get through. But an insecurity can lead you to having a low self esteem. <laughs> Kayla says she think you said. <laughs> I can't see. You think I should say some names? <laughs> all right. No. <laughs> I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say some names. No, I just don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm listen, listen. You got she can say my name. Okay, it's cool. Because I, I'm really quiet. And you know, the three of them together, KP, you know, it's the three of them together with the, the posse. TLC. TLC. SWV. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know? What's good? Yeah. What's happening? Okay. Yeah. I think we probably all have imitated ourselves off of you all at some point. No. No yeah. one's ever in, um Yeah, no. I think that all of y'all have rubbed off on us in some form or fashion. I can nothing but try to tell you I mean, the right life. Yeah. Don't okay. drink. Don't like boys. And that's that. That's just what I was I can I can probably say. You now, know, my actions might have been a little different. Me showing you, but me telling you, I told you not to do these things. Okay, now it could be a little confusing when your words that that you speak out your mouth don't align with your actions. I can honestly say, I don't think you ever gave me anything. I when never I was would. Under age. Girl, yeah, please. I think you were more strict. I I would not. I think you were more strict on 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 me. I do. I can say that you were you were probably what she say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought I was gonna say your name? Oh, yeah, you a part of it, and uh, and uh, and and, and Janae and Cass and Des and everybody, you know, everybody, all y'all be acting up. Uh, everybody is, you awesome. know. And then the sisters, you know, y'all be funny. It's no, it's not like a negative thing. It's a, it's always. I'm always reserved always. because you know it's just really good seeing all the big personalities like get together and mesh and you know it's funny i mean i think the what when's the last time we all got together christmas thanksgiving. it was christmas was it thanksgiving it was christmas at your dad's house yeah or was it thanksgiving it was christmas it was thanksgiving i'm gonna say it was christmas caitlin was it caitlin christmas? said i was definitely straight oh she, yeah she was oh yeah i think she was the i think yeah you were the most strict out of the three of you auntie corn and melissa Wow, I should get an award. Yeah, look at me party all the time, and then y'all better not do it. It's like a walking contradiction. That's what you said. <laughs> y'all calling me a walking contradiction? I just want to know. I Let's didn't talk. say it. I didn't man, say I it. I just know, man. I know this life, man. I'm telling you, and I tell my sister this all the time. I made enough mistakes for everybody. You ain't even gotta do it. Somebody said they can't believe you. I know, straight. T. T. I, T, I be like that because you know I done already made all the mistakes. Sure. There's no need for anybody up under me we couldn't do to nothing. do anything because I've we, already done it. It's like I've done it. It ain't good. She Sit wouldn't out. even pass us the drink. Just pass me a drink. Just, you know, she wasn't that one. She wouldn't do stuff like that. Yeah. 
We was outside, outside, tearing it up. And that's the problem right now. Like, <laughs> that's why I have to say, why was you outside? What was wrong with you in the inside? Because you was doing too much. And now you got to go back and fix all these yourself. things. Yeah, I've not been to the mirror and I approached it with caution. <laughs> I, approached it, I approached the mirror with caution. And I said, be nice, mirror. Tell me nice things that I've done. I didn't approach my mirror with caution. Yeah, I, I approached my mirror with denial. I'm very, I'm very cautious with myself. I really didn't want to be honest with myself because sometimes being honest hurts and I have no problem but saying living that. a lie hurts worse. Living a lie hurts worse and eventually so, eventually and the truth comes out. Anyway. Eventually the truth comes out and so, eventually you have no other way but to be honest with yourself, but exactly. to tell yourself like exactly. hey, what you just did was stupid and you need to make a better decision. But um Yeah. But, but yeah, it uh sometimes it happens. I can't change. I don't you. always like the to hear the truth. And only thing I can do from now is just be strict to everybody. Wait, so you finished the book? I'm done with my book. I'm edit. I'm in the editing process. Can I read it? Um, it's some mature words in there, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's words <laughs> I've heard. I mean, you can read it. You, can you see, it. she's being strict right now. <laughs> there's mature words. I mean, words. you know, I'm a there's mature I'm, words in there. There are mature words. I mean, and then, you know, you know um, I was told that I might hurt people feelings or whatever. But one thing I can't do is lie about things that have happened to me. If it happened to me, it just happened to me. I can't lie about it. I'm not going to lie about it. It happened. Shit. Okay. That's it. It happened. I wrote a song about it. You like to hear it? Here it go. <laughs> Shit, that's it. That's how I feel. That point, point, bank, point, blank, period. But you can read the book anytime. You can get you an advanced copy once I finish editing. How long is your book? Um, it's twenty-five chapters. Oh, nice. Okay. So each chapter is a lesson. The book is called Lessons Learned. Um, one of the chapters which even ties in with this topic. Um, it's called I. It's okay to not fit in. Because, you know, we all used to want to be like a cookie cutter. Because they don't teach you to be free thinking when you're young. They no. teach you They teach you they to put be. put you in a box. They teach you to be like everybody else. Yes. Right? It's not and cool to be different. I didn't, I didn't know it was cool to be different. It is so cool know. to be different. I love different people. I love eclectic people. I love people who sound different, who different. Yeah, I, I like, I like people who just, I like, I'd rather see a person that is just, you know, more different. And just when you look at this person, it's just like, oh, what but, you got But that's on? the thing. Like when you, I like that person. They're interesting. When, when you have insecurities and then you are bullied, then you're, you want to be like everybody else. So you won't draw attention. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's not until you're older that you realize, like, hey, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to do those things. I definitely want to live my best life, and I definitely want to live my life out loud. So you have to have the hard conversations with yourself. But be cautious with yourself. Like, don't just go in on yourself and be like, you ain't shit. Like, don't ever tell yourself that. Like, pose it in a different way. You could have did something better than that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, don't be negative with yourself. 
say things like, you know, could we have done that a different way? Could you possibly only have one drink instead of 10? You know, so you have to talk to yourself nice because you don't want to beat yourself up if the world's already beating you up, right? So, you know, that's my advice. Like, when you go to the mirror, go proceed okay. with caution. There's, there's a time that I was, like, really intoxicated. Hmm. I remember being, like, have you ever been in that moment, like, of being intoxicated. Yes. I was in the club. I remember this girl came in the bathroom oh, and was looking at me and I was just like two things. I was two, two things, things two things happened. Two things happened. Two things that happened. I was in a club. <laughs> I was in a club. I was intoxicated and I was like in the bathroom in the mirror. Did you like talking about the mirror? I couldn't see really what I was looking at. I was probably fuzzy. I remember just looking at myself and saying, look, you got these heels on. You wore them. You're not taking your shoes off. Beauty knows pain. Did you fall? No, I just, my feet were hurting. Well, and I was like, I can't take whatever you do. Get your together. Don't be drunk. So, <laughs> like, this, be a lady. I was. I've probably been intoxicated three times like that. Or worse than that. I remember Black and Alpha playing this game with Baca, and I threw up. I had this star kiss blonde hair. Oh my God, I was so cute. And I threw up in my hair and everything. And the girl, the first thing the girl said to me was, she said, I could have let them rape you. That was the Treese girl, right? So I'm thinking. Is that why you fought her? Or you didn't fight her? I keep trying to tell you, I don't remember fighting her. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was drunk. <laughs> I didn't fight her that day. I didn't fight her. Was that he intoxicated? Day. I didn't that fight her. That day. I don't even know the day that Chris is talking about because I don't know Why don't when you I remember? fought her. Because it wasn't important. Because honey, if I hit you, it's a reason. Because I don't even like to fight. I just remember. I remember y'all being like super cool and inseparable. Like y'all were glued I to was, the hip. She was sleeping around for five dollar blunts. I was trying to show her a better life. Okay, so when she said I could have let them people rape you, that that made me look at her different. Like what? You did let them rape me at that point, shit. Because if, if, if the first thing you say to me is you could have let somebody rape me, did you let somebody rape me? That's how I feel, right? So now I can't be your friend because I can't trust you. So maybe I fought after that. I don't know, but I can remember being drunk in Miami and locking myself in the car, and the guy was like. You was going home. All this happened when you was with her? No, this was another girl. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, and so, so that's what I'm saying. When you are a broken person, you do broken shit. Mm. I was doing broken shit. Mm. I was a broken person. Mm. Hell, I didn't really even care because I didn't even love myself. I put my life in the hands of other people. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Anybody that loves themselves is not going to put themselves in a place where a mother can wake up and say, I could have let them rape you. Yeah. Bitch, i beat your ass. And right now, sober, ho. Like, really? Like, that's how she I She's not feel. here. I get mad I thinking feel, about it because I, I feel, feel like she let them I rape feel, me. Like, I, I really do feel I like that. Like, <laughs> I, I, I feel like that shit. That shit make me mad. Hey, then she be like, I oh, wish I hang out. When? Girl, stop. Never again. Stop. Did y'all hang out after that? Probably. No. They they okay, we went to the club. Yeah, so y'all New did. Year's. So y'all hung out after the club, that. Look, look. 
they they tried to make me go first to see if I was gonna pay the hundred dollars to get in. So I paid the hundred dollars to get in the club. Then they was like, oh, we don't want to go. So then the mama said, wait, after I you paid a hundred dollars, girl, then they didn't want to go to club. Anyway, anyway, wait. So they y'all went to the club. Okay, you, let me. We went to the club. I feel like okay, you went to the club. The fee to get in the club was a hundred dollars. I paid the hundred dollars. I didn't want to pay the hundred dollars, but I didn't want this girl to know that I want that I didn't want to pay the hundred dollars because y'all already judging me. Okay, cause see, I got to look in the mirror because I was a broken person. So I'm thinking, oh, you think I'm broke? Nah, ho, here, here go this hundred dollars. I'm gonna get in the club. Even though I didn't want to go in there for a hundred dollars, because it wasn't a hundred dollar club, it was in, in the underground. New Year's. Okay, great. Cool. For a hundred dollars. So we go to the club. We're going to the club now. So we leave that club because they don't want to pay the hundred dollars. I don't want to pay the hundred dollars. I'm so saying we leave. Though. I don't think it matter what statue. But see I don't what I'm saying? Look, when you have an insecurity, you automatically think people are judging you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you may not even be judging me. They may not even have done that. But in my head, I was telling myself, oh, they want to see if I'm going to pay the money because I was a messed up person. I feel like in this situation, though, they probably was judging you. And, and that could have been. But but if I was a, if I was me now, I would have said, girl, I'm not going to pay $100 to get in here. Yeah. No, definitely. Right? I, but I didn't feel strong enough to say that then. Okay. So that, so... So a guy tried to talk to her, and he didn't jump out the car. He was drunk. The guy asked me for my number. Another guy who was with him, I'm right here to have my number because I see that they're drunk. I don't play with drunk people. You can get whatever you want from me. Just get out of my face. Right. I know I'm going to block you if you call me, so right. don't, don't even worry about it. My but you can get the number tonight because you're drunk, right? I'm very long so distance. the mama say I done tried to set them up because the man done pulled a gun out on them. So now the mama said, I'm setting them up for what? An EBT card? Ooh, what are you doing? Yeah. Treat, no, no, no. Not the, the one by your house. Her real mama. Who was oh, crazy. Oh, okay. I've never met her Girl, before. Girl, honey, it's, it's just too much. I can see That's that. why I had to fix me. Because I had too many broken moments. <laughs> it was like, you're you're at your capacity for broken moments. You got to fix this. No more. No more. So when I'm looking in the mirror, it's like, fix this shit today because you are playing with your life. And if something happened to you, you're gonna I can remember look, okay, Tyler was seven. Don't call defects on me. Look, Tyler was seven. T I was performing. They was like, let's go to the club. I'm like, okay, Tyler's seven now. He sleep. I went. So while I'm there in the club, I said, what if my house catch on fire? Don't call. Hey, look, don't call him because Tyler's 24. Anyway, so I'm like, in the club, I'm like, so if my house burned down, I left my son for T.I. My son could die for T.I. So I left. Hey, Tyler, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... Yeah, and I left, and I never left him after that, right? But that's what kind of friends I had. Like, girl, um, wait till you go to sleep, and we gonna go. So you know what I'm saying? And you have people around you that'll encourage the foolishness, right? Yeah. I, I just got to be honest. Like I said, I got to be honest with the things that I've been through. Right. Because if I'm not honest, if I lie about it, I'm not going to help anybody. Well, and that, and that makes you who you are, too. Right. It makes so, you the person that you are today. Yeah. 
Because I did that. Right. And I knew that I didn't want that on my conscience. So right. they was like, you leaving? Girl, my son way more important than T.I. T.I. over here calling for security anyway. So, man, I'm going to holler at y'all later. And I did. And then they stopped asking me to hang out. Which was cool. You know what? Because I got a kid. I need to hang out with my kid. Exactly. Or or people around you. I will definitely say I had a no, it's time to I had a it's time to grow up moment with with uh you know, being around people who didn't have a child and I was like the, the you know, the only person that had a kid. Um and I got shunned, I think. Uh I had a very, very close friend of mine. Um, I thought that me and her were extremely close and she disappeared on me. I guess when I decided that, yeah, you know, because I went through that moment of, okay, am I going to, am I going to keep this baby or, you know, oh. so when I decided, okay, I'm keeping this baby, you know, I actually rather decided to keep him. She ain't going nowhere. <laughs> she was like, no, you're not staying here. But um, when I made that decision, she immediately stopped talking to me and we were roommates at the time. And we, they had a, she talked, she talked my other very close friend who was also our roommate, it was three of us. She talked her into, you know, this is just not a, a an environment for a child. Because in my head, I'm like, no, I'm going to raise, I'm going to raise this baby here. Like, I'm going to, you know, this is, we can make Riley like, you know, our baby. It's going to be our baby. And um she... She definitely dipped out on me. She left the apartment? No. She, I mean, I ended up leaving the apartment because she they, left the friendship. they voted that I was, you know, that this would not be a very good environment for me to have, you know, the chat, you know, Riley in. And you thought she was your friend. And I thought she was my friend. The environment wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad environment. Y'all she was just, partying all she the time. just didn't want me, you know, she had made a decision to have yeah. it. To have her abortion and to go through with it. And I made a decision to not do it. And so that was her, I'm looking in the mirror moment, I right. feel like, at you. And well, no, she didn't want to look in the mirror. That's okay. why she had to get rid of you. She didn't want to look in the mirror. Because a reminder of your pregnancy right. was going to remind her of what right. she aborted. So that time frame that I let Riley go stay with my mother for that time, I just couldn't breathe. I can't breathe. Right. I need I need to breathe. Um, I became the manager of a Target down in Savannah. So I was managing a Target. And um, she walked into Target out the blue. We hadn't seen each other since I had Riley. And I don't have Riley anywhere around me right now. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, we became friends again. Like it, why would we you let her back in your life? It was just something that kind of just happened. But it was kind of something just happened. So why did you want to fix that? I didn't want no, no, no. See, like, okay, so when we we never had the conversation either oh, okay. of okay. like, you know, why you didn't want me around and stuff like that. When I had like that, I didn't even see it at that moment. I didn't see it until you know. Okay, now I'm getting Riley back. You know, now I can breathe. Now I'm standing on right. my own two feet. Like now I, I can do this. And now I want my, my baby back. Like mm -hmm. I miss my child. My child miss me. Like, you know, I miss her. Um, Riley was going to some, some daycare in, in Florida and they had like counselors talking to her and they 
were making it seem like my little my little two year old was depressed. You yeah. know, well, so, kids go through yeah, things kids, with us. Kids go through kids things. go through things with us. She and was they experience through, every emotion that we experience, even in, in, in while in, while you're pregnant. She was going through separation anxiety. So like every time my mom would leave her at daycare, she yeah, would freak out. And so they were saying, you know, well, because you're, you know, so I'm in counseling with them. So finally, I'm just like, just forget it. Like, I want my baby back. So I get her back, you know, and now, now we're back in friend. Savannah and now she has disappeared again. Like literally just completely disappeared yeah. out of my entire life as if I never knew her. So have you saw her since then? No, I have not spoken to her okay. or saw her and I'm, I'm okay with not seeing her because sometimes gotta take the trash out yeah no like i just that i for me that was one i think looking at her you know also reminded me of like where i could have you know ended up if i would have decided to have the abortion yes to not have because i feel like she was very because that the thought hurt you i'm just no um no because i you know will be honest you know i have had one I just don't like the word. Why? It's just a dirty word to me. Like it's just a, a naughty word. Like I don't know. I don't like saying it. I don't. Okay. I don't like saying it. So I avoid you feel, saying you, it. You regret. I would that. rather say terminate the pregnancy. Terminate the pregnancy. Okay. But I am pro-choice. I have done you it. Know, that's I'm, another show, another day. Another show, another day. I just want everybody to know I'm pro-choice. That's nice. High five to you for pro pro-choice. So when you look in your in the mirror, you're okay saying that. You can look in the mirror and say, Chelsea, I am pro-choice. I am pro-choice. Okay, cool. I'm, but I'm also about, okay with saying that I turn I don't know why. But what I'm about okay that insecurity saying, that you had to be talked child. back to this girl from the beginning? Because if you had done me dirty while I was pregnant, I think I, I just chances are like but see, I don't think I looked at it as doing me dirty. I think I looked at it as like she just wanted to party. That was my party phase. So she, she was a party friend. She was my party okay. phase. When right. I when okay. I look at and you gotta time, definitely know the phase. When I look people. at the time in, in my life where, you know, although yes, we were good friends, like, but this is like the friend that, you know, you go to the beach at midnight, you drink and smoke, come home, you wake up around Two o'clock in the afternoon, you know, go eat some food, come back, do it all over again. Who that was <laughs> I don't know that person. You did that shit? Girl, listen. I didn't teach you nothing. I, I failed. Wow. Damn it. No. <laughs> that was uh that was that time. That was the <laughs> No, you know, you're young, dumb, and broke, you know, like that we literally would like, you know, get the big things like Chinese food and just, you know, sit eat it there all, and eat it together. All, yeah, at the same bowl. Sometimes, you right. know, you get multiple things and then you just like sit there and watch movies and just it was like real hippie style. I lived a very hippie lifestyle for a while, and that's probably uh, it was like a glamorous hippie, and, and that's cool because yeah. you know what you found it was yourself. a phase somewhere along there you found who you wanted to be. And not that yeah. cookie cutter person yeah. that you were taught to be. Yeah. Because that's what we're taught. Yeah. We are not taught to think for ourselves. I enjoy a more glamorous hippie lifestyle. Okay. 
Go ahead, girl. Yes, hunty. Say yeah. it. I'm yes. okay with that. I'm glad because I I enjoy a stable lifestyle. Uh, yeah, heck yeah, stable. Like, I'm so boring. I wish I I wish I was like, oh, I want to go out. Oh, I want to go do this. You said that. You said that. I be saying that, don't I? Yeah. I think it just takes the. You just need someone around you to want to do it with. You. I don't think that's it. Do you ever go to the movies by yourself? I do. Do you go out to eat by yourself? I and do. Like sit in the restaurant by yeah. yourself? Yeah. I do a lot of stuff by myself. Okay. I mean, I just Some people don't, are afraid to do that. That's I don't a, like That's a spend. looking in the mirror thing, being comfortable with yourself. I think my thing is I don't want to waste my time with people that I don't want to be around. Yeah. So, I mean, I have people that I do go places with, and I love, I love the people that are around me right now. Like, everybody around me, I love them. They're in a good place. Me. I'm in a great place. That's good. Um, they they support what I want to do. Right. Uh, well, you know, my, you know what? <laughs> listen, listen, hey, listen. Look at me when I'm talking to you. <laughs> look at me when I'm talking to you. All of my friend girls, really, like, I truly appreciate. I'm gonna them. say that to all my friend girls. All my friend girls, I had to it. All my friend girls, because honey, because but I do, I do enjoy that. I do like going places, but I just don't want to waste time doing things that I don't want to do. I get it. So life is more important. It's more important than building like, like connections with people than it is about going somewhere. Like, cause I'm too old for somebody to be. What's your name and what's your phone number? And I don't have time. I don't have time to be saying what my favorite color is, cause I'm not interested. Twenty times I didn't say it. I don't have time for that. So, okay, well then I'm boring too. Well then be boring and because be boring. I don't like all that. I want a a stable like, you know, come home. Yeah, and, and put on your your drink some wine. Yeah. Tim Craig said, am I open so, to dating? Tim, I'm not dating. <laughs> he said, am I open to dating? I just don't like people. I mean, I like people, but I don't like people. I like people, but I'm afraid of people. So that's just that on that. So it's hard. It's hard to do. But we've been here for an hour. Has it been an hour? Yes, it's been an hour, and it's been so fun, as always. I appreciate Chelsea for stepping in when L.A. from the A, T. Simone, and what's Ronnie's say? Ronnie? We're just going to put Chelsea on the show. Uh, Riley wants to say hi, everybody, because she's here. This is Riley. This is this is the kid. This is the kid. This is the kid. This is the child, the girl, the girl child. Yeah. Who loves her mommy? So I'm gonna close out with with self reflections. Be honest with yourself, but be cautious with your honesty. Like if you like, that's a horrible shirt. You could have chose a better shirt. You know, say something like that. But my shirt came from Toys Line, which um, I can't. I'll have to put the link in the book because. Let me see your shirt. Girl, look, it's cute. You know, I got my glasses on, Fred. It says, Don't let anyone with bad eyebrows tell you shit about life. Okay. Okay, check it though. 
Yes, Tante. Come my eyebrows good because clearly I'm talking about clearly. I can tell y'all something because listen, my eyebrows look good. These brows are on this is that's all you need in in order to make things happen. This hat hair. This is not. This is not. But anyways, so be cautious with yourself when you're self-reflecting. Don't let, I know that's a lot of oil. Don't let, don't let your insecurities keep you from being honest with yourself about your purpose, your vision, your calling. Always pray for divine guidance so that you can find the right path for yourself. Um, if you... Was an alcoholic last week. This week, you can change it. You know, one, admit that you're an alcoholic. Maybe find a 12 step. Program. Yeah, maybe. Most definitely. I would say find a 12 step. <laughs> find, find, some, and find, find a some, program. Find people around you that support and build you up instead of tear you down. Yeah. If the people around you are not supporting you, leave them where they at. Yeah. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. I was talking to myself this you don't need that type of negativity in your life. <laughs> but thank you guys. I love y'all. Till next time. Thanks for watching. Mwah. Bye. You're funny, Chelsea. Because we're still live here. Why are you doing this fake smile? And then you're still live there. Oh, damn. It didn't not. Be. It didn't be. No, it didn't. You don't know what you're doing. And what are you live right there? Are you on I'm air? On You're still, it says I on air. Look. Oh, no. Bye, guys.